Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, folks. We got an amazing show on the way for you today. We got Shawnee Harley, uh, who is building champions in sports and life. That's what we're going to be talking about, how you can really win in your life. You know, she has helped people win from within and helped them to confidently show up as their best self on their biggest day and on the biggest stages of their life. She's a, a two-time Olympian and um, and also the former assistant coach for the Canadian women's basketball team. And you just know the, the Olympics just passed. So, what do you know? So let's get into it. Uh, catch you guys on the side with Shani. Right here first. You are, you are now, now rocking with the hottest business and spirituality podcast show, the, the Transform You Live Show, hosted by Marcus Hart and Paul Grease. This is the only place where you can get on your own personal transformation journey, drawn from personal stories, books, and much, much more. For more information, visit transformubroadcast.com. That's transform the letter U, broadcast.com. Only on the Transform You Media Network. Now here's your host. Hello, good people, good people. So we got Shawnee with us today. How's it going, Shawnee? Bam, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, straight from Canada. And uh, she she brought up uh, Toronto earlier, Toronto Raptors. And, you know, it almost gave me some trauma. <laughs> so, <laughs> from, you, know, but like, you know, but like I'm, I'm thinking about the win that the Milwaukee Bucks had this this season, so I, I was like, okay, I can forgive that. I can forgive it. So it is. I know. So, so Shani, you know, I, I gave a little introduction on the other side. You know, uh, how about you just tell us a little bit about yourself and you know, and um, you know, what you got going on. Well, I'm I'm a mental toughness coach, and that is certainly not where uh, where everything started for me. But if I just you know give you the short version here. I've learned uh, by working with athletes and their parents, working with Olympians, and even paying attention to myself, there's something that sport has forgotten to teach us. And I think that sport has forgotten us, has forgotten to teach us how to deal with crappy. And I think life has forgotten that as well. Sport's really good about teaching us what to do when everything is great. So I call that happy but it doesn't teach us. What about when we don't get what we want? What about when we show up on the biggest day, the biggest stage of our life and we fall flat on our face, we choke, we're fearful, we're nervous, we're underperforming. Sport doesn't teach us what to do about that, but I do. And that's why I started my mental toughness business. You know what, that's that's real incredible because like when we think about so many people who really feel like you know what? I'm not showing up and like I, I am like really truly losing it here. You know, like literally losing it here, and and that's that's one aspect uh, from just the team sports in general that I, I wish that like it would just continue to carry over, carry over. You know, uh, well into our adult lives. You know, from the time like you know we uh, get in, first get introduced to sports and. I think you're doing an incredible job uh, with like making that a, a huge part of your message. Uh, you know, so, so when did you decide to like, you know, just step out and just say, Hey, Hey, this is what I'm going to be doing. Uh, you know, what, what was the driving force behind that? Well, COVID was one of those, one of those driving forces, uh, you know, COVID caused a lot of problems for us, if I, you know, just think about the mental toughness space, COVID made our lives very dif- difficult. Right. It required us to change. It required us to adapt. It required us to figure out what do we do when we don't get what we want? Because in COVID, we didn't get what we want. We couldn't play sports for heaven's sakes. We couldn't travel. 
And it just got me thinking, how do we manage when we don't get what we want? You know, I also had an experience at the Olympics in 2016 in Rio when our Canadian women's basketball team, I was an assistant coach there. We didn't get what we wanted. And it made me think, why not? What was going on? What happened? What didn't I see? And more importantly, what did I see but didn't want to acknowledge? Mm. You know what? That like just just hearing you like talk about that, um, that really hits hits at home. You know, it hits at home for me personally because like I I, I just remember just returning back from the military and um and my deployment just it and and just having to battle mental health. And and I, I could not see, like you said, I, I could not see, you know, that like, okay, or or and I think the huge word here that you right probably pointing at is acceptance. You know, uh is, is acceptance a real huge part of like why we find it so hard to like, you know, look at it like, okay, we're you know, like I'm not getting what I want and it's not sitting well with me. And so and so we try to we try to avoid, try to push off. Such a great question. I, I think that somehow we've been, we're, we're drinking the wrong Kool-Aid. <laughs> That's a good one. You know, like yeah. I feel like, again, sport is the context that I'm most familiar with, but right. I think sport gives us this Kool-Aid. Just work hard and you can have whatever you want. That yeah. is, I mean, it makes me want to say a swear word. That's not true. Mm. Hard work is not the only formula in life for us to get what we want, right? Sports, not fair. Life's not fair. And we don't know what to do about the unfairness. And I think that we resist it. I think we try to push it away. We avoid it. And I'll tell you the other thing, what I think happens with that is we come, we become very good at lying to ourselves. Yeah. Meaning, oh, that's not going to bother me. Oh, that's never going to happen. Oh, I'm not going to worry about that. Well, I, I think those are lies. I, I think that sport, if you ever want to have a feeling or a fear, play a sport. Like, yeah. play a sport. You are going to have all of these feelings, happy, sad, joyful, disappointed, nervous, anxious, gratitude motivated unmotivated like it it gives us the spectrum of these feelings and fear is one of those things fear of losing fear of failure fear of what other people think and where i'm going with this is sport doesn't teach us what to do about those negative feelings i feel like sport does this it puts our feelings into two buckets here's the good ones here's the bad ones have the good ones, don't have the bad ones. I'm like, how's that working for everybody? Don't have the bad ones. They're, they're right there in front of you. But don't have them? That I don't think that provides us with a toolkit. Because the bad ones, are, as, in my opinion, are as normal as the good ones. And what I teach is that feelings are all in one bucket. They're called feelings because we're supposed to feel them. Hello, how are we supposed to be emotionally intelligent if we don't look at all of the feelings? But sports says, no, just get out there and be confident. I think that's, I think that's the wrong Kool-Aid. You know, Shani, you know, you really alluded to something earlier about how an athlete will be told and and then they become driven to work hard and hard and hard just sometimes to lose and and then like you said you know they're primed to either like look at look at it like okay there's there's either like this bad feeling or this good these good feelings and like you know the losing is in that in that bad bad bucket of feelings everything that you feel about losing is in that bad bucket everything you know about winning is in the good is in that good bucket you know when everything's going right and 
and what ends up happening, what we see a lot, you know, we see it play out all up in pup in puppet a lot, uh, with like you know um, athletes, you know, doing crazy things, uh, and you wonder like, well, why why did they make this decision? Why are they choosing these these type of partners to be with and and, and you know and um and, and or, or blowing money at the casino and it was like you know and they're all off track and you know it's like what what happens, you know? Do do you think? A lot of what you're saying, you know, plays in part part in that, you know, like not really being able to, you know, have an, a, a, a place where they can, you know, really dive deeper into uh, understanding those emotions and ha- taking the time out to like, you know, take them out of the buckets and really look at them for what they are. I do. I, I, I think that's what self-awareness and emotional intelligence is. I think it's the ability to acknowledge, understand and manage our feelings. And it's easy when everything is going well. Hello, we don't need mental toughness when we're winning and everything is great and we're the leading scorer and social media loves me. But we know that that never, winning is elusive. Right. Being the best is elusive. Winning back to back championships is elusive because winning is really damn hard yeah so then what are we doing when so the opposite of winning is we call it losing i don't call it losing i call it learning Mm -hmm. but what are we doing with that i think we're not doing anything with it and i think it is leading to a lot of the mental health issues in sport because athletes are in the spotlight all the time. I mean, social media has made every single one of us accessible to public opinion. Right. And that, that causes some, I think that's causing some of these mental health issues because now we are getting to see struggles and we're getting to see meltdowns and we're getting to see failures. And when we are that person in the middle of the meltdown or the failure, whether we are in, you know, playing mini basketball or we're playing for an an NBA or a WNBA championship, we are being exposed. Mm -hmm. We don't know how to handle that, except when the exposure is, wow, look at me, I'm amazing. Then we love it. But when we're not amazing, it feels really uncomfortable and really crappy to be exposed. And I don't think sport teaches us what to do with that. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Yeah. So, so just to switch gears just a little bit and, you know, everything you're saying is just like, man, I'm just real, like almost off the edge of my seat right now. Like this is really interesting conversation. Now, just thinking back to when you coach, uh, assistant coach, the Canadian women's basketball team and uh, leading up to like, you know, you, you've been involved in like, you know, Olympic games, world championships, FIBA and uh, the world university, world university games and, you know, and, 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 having to lead a team like that and, and, and knowing that like there's dominant teams out there, you know, uh, especially like, like the U S um, you know, the U S women's team that like has dominated uh, the, the, the women's sport, you know, and Olympus primarily, you know, for a long time, you know, how, how, how can one prep prep the mindset of, of a player, you know, and, you know, and this translate over for, you know, even someone who's working on something like they, they know that the odds are against them. 
they they know that like you know what they're working on like you know like man you know how can i win against this how can how can i you know get over this you know this huge uh huge task to, to, to just make it you know how can you you know what, what do you you know go in the locker room and say to uh to a group of women like that again i i come back to like i think our sport model is broken mm-hmm. because it only rewards winning that's it that's all it rewards right and winning is an outcome and anything that is an outcome is out of our control because if it was in our control we'd win all the time and winning our sport does not reward the process it only rewards mm-hmm. the outcome so where i'm going with this is I think, I mean, if we're using the the U.S. as an example, and they haven't lost in forever, they're they're the best team. The women's, the U.S. women's Olympic team is the best team in the world, period. So if we're going into that game, and the only way of measuring our success is what the scoreboard says, we're going to have a sad life for a long time because we're never going to win on the scoreboard. Right. What I think matters is there's two things. Are we, so when we're the competitors against the US, are we playing to win or are we playing not to lose? Those are very different mindsets. Because when you're playing to win, you might not win, but you're engaged in the process. Mm. When you're playing not to lose, you're afraid of what the scoreboard is going to say. Which is kind of, you know what's so interesting about that? We are, we're afraid of something that we have no control over. Like, isn't that, I just find that, I find that fascinating. I I can't control the scoreboard and yet it's the biggest thing I strive for and it's the biggest thing that I'm afraid of. No wonder we have mental health issues in sport. What I believe is healthy is how in this game, this competition, this whatever, whatever is in front of the athlete, what I believe matters is how do we show up as our best self? And sometimes our best self is not good enough to win because someone else has a better best self than I do. Where? Where's the shame in that? Sometimes we're going to show up as our best self and we're not going to get what we wanted, but we came in there, we played all in. We played all out, all in. We took risks and we still lost. I think that's different than playing not to lose because when we play not to lose, we choke. Yeah. And intuitively, we know in our heart that we let ourselves down, not because of the scoreboard, because we hid, we played from a place of fear rather than a place of courage. That really makes a lot of sense. And I think that's where you find a lot of a lot of the ramped up anxiety coming in and, and where you where you finding people like you said, you know, they, they're not able to be confident. They, they're not able to uh, be who who they truly are. You know, they end up being, you know, some someone that like, you know, they're like, like, man, that's not who you was yesterday. Like, like come on, come on. Where are you? Where are you at? You know, I know you somewhere in there. And, and then a lot of mistakes happen. And, you know, and then, like you said, you feel worse than than if you would have just went all in took your time um and and just just play to play to your strengths rather than just you know just plan to fear i think i think you're right on in the and so it would be this did you did you lose or did you get beat right those again those are two different things when we lose we're usually playing from a place of fear We're hiding, we're playing it safe. We're not showing up as our best self. When we got beat, it just means, you know what? The other team was better than you. 
the other competitor was better than you. And sport, I think, has taught us to feel shame about that. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck? How can we win when someone else is better than that than us? We both show up, even playing field. Mm -hmm. If someone's better, they're going to win most of the time. So what do we need to do about that? Let's get better. And I also believe this pillar that I'm talking about, the mental toughness pillar, also gives us an edge so that it becomes more than just about our physical ability or skill. But going back to my point, it feels different if we can say, you know what? We flat out got beat. Don't like it? Did the best that I could? didn't work out in our favor feels way different than you know what we lost because i didn't show up i played safe i hid wow now you know mental toughness is it's you know it it, it is a, a very difficult thing to teach um yeah now do, do you do you find that when take someone through you know mental toughness and and, and you know really trying to make them make that shift that is it's more easier to give them give them examples you know rather than um, uh, actually lead them uh, through it or or actually have them you know start giving them you know some some confidence building uh, building blocks to, to actually work through and experience for themselves fully i think that mental toughness is a skill i think just like a jump shot just like a slap shot you know just like being able to score a penalty kick in a soccer game the more you practice it the better you get okay and you know one of the the biggest tools that i teach is i think this is just me the most important mental toughness skill that we can have is courage. Courage, not confidence. I don't teach confidence in my courses and in my, you know, I'm running a fear to fierce program right now. We're not talking about confidence because I think confidence is overrated and I think it's misunderstood. Mm. I believe confidence is an emotion based on results. If you're not good at something, how in the world are you going to be confident? That's true. Confidence and competence are connected. Therefore, it is okay to not feel confident. Stop no. lying to yourself. If you're not confident, there is a reason. I also believe we can be, you know, I take this from Brene Brown, mm -hmm. wonderful author and, and speaker. I believe we can be brave and afraid at the same time because people say to me, well, I'll try that when I'm confident. And I'm like, wow, you might be old and gray by the time you feel confident. I'm like, let's be brave and afraid. You can do those things at the same time because afraid is an emotion. Brave is an action. Those two things can coexist right so i ask athletes what would you do right now in that game that practice that training that competition what would you do if you weren't afraid and they're like well i'm a, i am afraid i'm like i know take the penalty shot anyway yeah that, because that's what courage is there's a wonderful saying that says um the quote is without fear there can be no courage and I think sport brings us fear all the time, but I think we're not allowed to talk about it. It's like the F word. <laughs> not allowed to talk about fear. Yeah. That's the F word. I'm right. like, we're talking about it. We're putting it on the table. We're going, we're going to do a deep dive. Every athlete that I work with, the ones that I, that shift the most quickly are the ones that are willing, I help them through them, give them the tools. The ones that move most quickly from fear to fierce. That's why mm. I call my course this intentionally. The ones that move most quickly are the ones that look fear right in the eye. They stare right at it and they go, this is my most deeply seated 
fear. I'm afraid of losing because it's going to make me feel like X. I'm afraid about what people are going to say. I'm afraid about what I'm going to think about myself. I'm afraid of disappointment. And we dive deep into that fear because what you resist persists. Yeah. When we stop resisting the fear, it lightens. It doesn't feel as intimidating. It becomes manageable. So I tell people, stop lying to yourself. Start facing your fear. Mm-hmm. Because that's where the freedom is. Because that's when you start telling yourself the truth and the truth will set you free. Now you can shift from fear to fierce. I really like that. I think that's a, a very good formula. And uh, it's, 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 it's a lot less pressure uh, feel too. Uh, and uh, speaking speaking of just fear, you know, in general, while we while we talking about it, um, uh, there was a, a lot of a lot a lot of mixed conversation surrounding you know and we just touched on this very lightly uh, around Simone Biles and um, you know even uh, Naomi uh, Osaka you know just um, you know about uh, their decisions to you know uh, step away from from their sports just uh, briefly you know and even with Simone Biles uh, she she was able to return back uh, but uh, she only um, you know and then. Just, well, she she won bronze instead of gold, uh, so so you know what what is your you know what is your whole you know, um, you know opinion about um, about those situations? You know, I'm always cautious when I. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforyoumc.org. When I provide an opinion on something that I don't have all of the details, but I will give you my my general feeling. And again, until we've walked a mile in their shoes, we can't truly know what it's like being them. But I'm going to tell you what I did like. I kind of liked it that both Simone and Naomi, they both kind of gave public opinion the middle finger. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, I am no longer going to sac- sacrifice what I think for what you think. Do you know how much courage it took for Simone Biles to step away on the biggest stage? Millions and millions of people watching, expecting her to, for her to say, not happening, people, and I don't care what you think about it because what I think matters the most. Right. I can't even imagine the conversations that were going on behind the scenes and the courage that it took to speak her truth, even though she knew she was going to take heat, even though she knew she was going to, some people would support her and a whole bunch of people wouldn't. I, I think, again, I, I'm coming back to this, this place of authenticity. It's, I think she faced the fear. What are the repercussions going to be if I do this? Right. And then she said, what's going on with me matters more than public opinion. I, I think that's tremendously courageous. I don't know all the other details. But I do know that decision was not taken lightly. 
And I do believe that it is the pressure that these high profile athletes have is this, this looking, this seeking the approval. Is everyone liking me right now? Am I doing the right things? Am I wearing the right thing? Do I look the right way? Is my hair okay? Is my outfit right? Am I saying the right thing? We spend so much time. Sport teaches us that. We want to be approved of. Totally normal. But I think it can become unhealthy. And I think Simone Biles and Naomi Osaka said, today, I'm going to take care of me. Mm. Well, that, that's really powerful, and uh, I, I think how I, I really, I really love how you uh, really tackle that and uh, really put that into perspective. Uh, so, you know, uh, uh, and those who are watching uh, and, and listening, you know, um, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, real quickly. We we talk with Shauna, uh, Shani uh, Harley. You know, uh, you know, she um, is doing some incredible things uh, to um, help uh, athletes, parents, and coaches um, to sell and sport in life with um, her mental toughness coaching. Um, you can visit her website at shawneeharley.com. That's H-A-R-L-E. Uh, and Shawnee is S-H-A-W-N-E-E-E, uh, harley.com. So um, be right back with you uh, and continue to join in on the conversation. Drop comments. Comments are appreciated. Hello, good people. And back for another break. When I tell you that I was ecstatic when I found out that my Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA championship, I did go Buck Wild. <laughs> and this is exactly what Buck Wild Designs are doing. They are helping everyone go Buck Wild. They started by supporting the Milwaukee Bucks on their playoff run all the way to the NBA championship, but they have something brewing in the tank right now. They're going to be helping you Go buck wild for your favorite team. So rather you are a hockey fan, baseball fan, football fan, you want to cheer on even the Bears. <laughs> buck wild designs will hook you up. They haven't rolled it out yet, but their website is in the making. So buckwildtshirts.com is where you can visit. Get on their mailing list. You do not want to be last in line because once they roll out, it will be hard. <laughs> so. Make sure you check it out right now. BugWildTshirts.com. Let them know that Transform You Live show sent you right over. Your favorite boy, Marcus Hart. Hello, my people, my people, my people. Just want to take a quick break to tell you about our wonderful sponsor, North Bay Freight. I know you might be getting tired of just sitting around the house and you may not be going anywhere whatsoever but i want to tell you about a wonderful opportunity an opportunity of a lifetime make up to a hundred thousand dollars traveling from east coast to the west coast man I, when i say that like i get tired of seeing the same old same old yes i do sometimes i want to just go on the road myself but they are hiring you can get your cdls right now just simply hit them up on facebook or on instagram at north bay freight and by the way, if you happen to be a corporate executive that makes decisions about where to ship your stuff, they can help you out too. They can get it anywhere, no matter how big or how small. They do it across the nation. North Bay Freight. Check them out. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are back at those after those messages uh, from our sponsors. Shout out to our sponsors. Uh, talking with Shani uh, Harley, you know, wonderful conversation here. You know, we dive uh, deeper, deep into some things, and um, you know, I'm, I'm really, you know, getting informed here and getting brushed up on some, some very important things. Um, uh, Shani, you know, not only do you, you know, help people, you know, uh, realize that uh, winning matters not only in sport, you know, but you know. You know, well, we, we learned today that, you know, when it's not just about winning, you know, uh, it, it's just it's just it's how you really the, dissect, you know, win and, and, and not not look at it like, OK, I got to I got to win the prize, you know, for say, you know, but you also are helping people in business, too. Uh, can you tell us about like how you're doing that? Well, I think it's what I love about sport. I really believe that it's just a context for life. You know, if, if, if we have emotional intelligence and self-awareness, 
I think that that is the foundation to win in our life, win in our relationships, win in our jobs, win in our families, win in sport. What I help businesses do is I really help the le I help leaders and managers increase self-awareness, increase our emotional intelligence. And so for me, what that means is, and it's the same in sport. Like right. if I think about what I'm doing in sport, I just change the words to what I'm doing in business. And I think it's very healthy as leaders, as managers, as people, as athletes, as parents, for us to turn the mirror in and say, what's going on with me? I don't think we're very good at that. I think we're really good at turning the mirror out and going, yeah. what's going on with them? <laughs> if only they would smarten up, I'd be a lot happier or things would be a lot easier. And in the, in the corporate and the business world, I have a three-step program that I teach. And to be a great leader, a great manager, I think step number one is lead yourself. Mm. Many leaders do the opposite. They're leading everyone else, directing, bossing, telling, critiquing. And that's the mirror out. Athletes do the same thing. It's obviously my coach's problem. If they would only pass the ball to me more, how come the field is so wet and slippery? We all do the same thing. Parents do the same thing. This isn't fair. How come the coach isn't giving my athlete more play? So we look out. Yes. I think the answers lie within. But it's very... It takes courage. We've been using this word courage a lot. Right. <laughs> it takes courage to turn the mirror in because what if you don't like what you see and you're probably right. not going to like it? Oh, right. well, let's deal with that. Let's figure out how to turn the mirror in. And in my, my business work, my corporate work, I ask leaders, managers, employees, what does your best self look like? sound like and feel like they don't answer that question very well off the top i because they haven't i don't think they've thought about it but they sure can tell me what they want everyone else to look like yeah. sound like <laughs> and feel like You're so funny. i believe that you know we're trying to create and build and grow leaders but we must first learn to lead ourselves and we do that by turning the mirror in, that is the exact same thing that I teach in my mental toughness coaching, to go from fear to fierce, to go and transform from a manager to a leader. Mm -hmm. We have to look in and we have to know what to do with the reflection that we see and we have to be willing to look at the reflection even if it isn't what we hoped it would be. Because now we get to do something about that. Yeah. The truth will set us free. Well, you know, that that's what's, what's really interesting is really familiar because I just heard something the other day, you know, I was watching something and it, it talked about like how when we become, when we are born into this world and we are babies, it, you know, it, it is all about us, us, us. And people taking care of us and then we, we ultimately become selfish like throughout our childhood and and then when we become adults it's like then yeah we start doing a lot of pointing fingers especially when we get into these positions and in these roles like it, it does become like it's like it's everybody's fault and then we forget how important it is to to do that inner inner reflection that inner work and and, and just mature and grow up and really remature and grow up and say, okay, like maybe, you know, it's not about me, but it is about me. Like far as like, you know, what do I have to work on? You know, what do I have to do to like, you know, take, take control of me to, to contribute and, 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 and better lead and take, you know, and be the example. And that, that, that really sounds like what you, you know, tapped into 
you know, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, also, Shawnee, uh, but I, I think a lot of people are suffering from, you know, uh, this this me uh, attitude where, you know, um, they become victims and and they just point a lot outside of themselves instead of, like you said, looking in that mirror and say, OK, you know, where's the speck at in my eye? Well, I, I can't remember who said this. I might have said it earlier, too, but life's not fair. Get used to it. Yeah, you said it. <laughs> uh, you know what? Like that, in a way, that's so freeing for me. Right. Like when I hear that, I'm like, I like that. Because what that says to me is, okay, Shawnee, get your freaking big girl pants on mm -hmm. and start driving the bus in your life instead of being a passenger and letting someone else drive it, hope it's going to end up at the right place. If it doesn't end up at the right place, we whine and complain and we blame and we shame and we guilt. It's like, you know, sport has this wonderful saying and it says, if it is to be, it's up to me. Yeah. And I think there's some truth in that. When I do this mental toughness work, whether it's in business or whether it's in sport or whether it's in life, when people kind of go like, you know what, I'm looking in the mirror, don't really like what I see. I'm going to put on my, my pants and I'm going to take action. I, I, I just think that is transformative because yeah. when we are not driving the bus, we're not taking action. Mm -hmm. We are waiting, hoping, wishing, complaining, blame, all of these things. And this, we feel like life is going on around us and we don't have say. I believe we do. And I think it's just, it's a toolkit. We can learn this. It's a toolkit. We can drive the bus. Are we going to get a flat tire? Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Are there going to be potholes? Hell yeah. Sometimes is the bus going to drive off the cliff? Hell yeah. But we're going to figure out what to do about that. Life is always, life and sport and relationships and work and family is always going to bring us storms. Hmm. Put on your life jacket and start swimming. We do not have to lay there drowning in the storm. Let's learn how to swim so that when the storm comes, we know how to save ourselves. Well, that's a, that's a lot of value bomb right there. And, um, just, just that gym alone that you just gave us, you know, I, I think we're going to have propellers on our back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we, we're going to be a-okay -okay with that. Uh, and I, I guess it, I guess this is going to be my final question. And I, I, I definitely wanted to be a good question because like, you know, I, I don't want to walk away here, you know, feeling like I didn't get anything, um, you know, that like that. I, cause I, I got a lot, you know, out of this conversation. I thank you again for joining me. Um, so I, I guess just, just being part of like the Olympics in general and, um, and, and seeing all of these amazing athletes, you know, work so hard you know, to, to, to get there. Um, a lot of times when you, when you walk away from, from the stage and, and then you set it, set it, set it down and it's, and you, and it's all said and done, um, it can leave a little, a little bit of emptiness, you know, afterwards, you know, maybe even for you, you know, maybe you felt like, okay, well, you know, the coaching's done, you know, what's like, you know, we, we, we made it here, you know, like now it's over, you know, so now we, we just saw another Olympus just pass by us now, you know, so what, what do we do with those, you know, um, those feelings, you know, uh, when we feel like, okay, that, that like, okay, things has passed for a season now. And like, um, and like, we feel like, we feel like we're worthless now, you know, um, and, you know, maybe just for a moment, you know, you get like a little bit of, you know, a little bit of a uh, feeling of worthlessness, you know, like, uh, like what it was all, you know, like it was all worth it right then and there, but now it's, it's all done now. Such a wonderful question. And I do think it's part of the reason that we get a lot of these mental health issues. It's like, yeah. I wanted the prize and I didn't get it. 
or the prize passed me by or whatever. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you this, yeah. So again, this is, this is what I'm teaching in, uh, in the fear to fierce course that starts September 1st. Okay. We are going to talk about one of the very first things that we're going to talk about is, are you led by your goals or your values? If you are going to be led your whole life by your goals, you're going to be a very sad, mentally unhealthy person, unless you set really low goals or don't have any goals. Because when we set goals, what we forget is somebody says, you might not get it. And then we don't know what to do. It's passed us by. We feel worthless. We feel empty. What if, what if we were led by our values? What, again, think about how many values there could be. I'll give you a quick example. I work with one of my clients as an LPGA golfer. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about wrapped up in goals? What my scorecard said, where am I on the money list? Where did I finish in the tournament? Did I make this cut? When she makes the cut, She's totally happy when she doesn't make it, she's miserable. And so we, I had this conversation. I said, so I said, tell me some of the things that you value. She may listed some, one of the things that she said, she said, you know what? She said, I value kindness. Mm. And I said, are you sure? She said, yes. They said, then why aren't you kind to yourself? Ooh, powerful. Again, if we, all of us in our life as whether we're at work, whether we're at home, whether we're at play, whether we're at sport, have we ever even thought about what we value? Like, I know I value hard work. I value the pursuit of excellence. I value kindness. I value courage. And so when I get clear on those and I pay attention to those and I'm led by my values, Mm -hmm. it's easier for me to accept the outcome because number one, I know it's out of my control. And I know that when I'm led by my values, that is when my character gets revealed. I want to be proud of my character. If that gets me a medal. Yeah. If it doesn't get me a medal, I'm going to cry. I'm going to be sad, but I still will always have my values and my character like what what gets us ahead in life medals those that the days are coming to an end yeah when we win medals but who we become in the process so i think i believe that some of the people that their life is devastated when they lose they whatever is because we only know how to lead our life being driven by our goals and we forget we are we are a human being first a human doing second mm-hmm. and sport makes us we're humans doing i want to get that goal i want to get that medal i want to score that goal i want to win a championship be the leading scorer and we forget what matters to me what's my why if we could be more being led by our values I think that's when we become the best version of ourselves, win, lose, or draw. Yeah, I I love that. You know, um, it it makes me think about, you know, people like, you know, Charles um, Barkley, you know, uh, who's a great example of someone who, you know, who made it, came so close to winning the NBA championship and never, never got it. But, you know, it didn't stop him from like, you know, transforming to the next part of his life and, you know, doing something incredible now. And like, you know, uh, who, who sticks by what he means. And, um, you know, um, so it's, <laughs> I mean, in his own way, but it's great. But, you know, just, just hearing what you're saying, like, you know, being value driven rather than, you know, letting the goals rule you and take you, take you, take you, you know, um, take you away from like, you know, um, you know, uh, practicing really, really, you know, practicing those values in your lives and uh, something as little as kindness 
you know, like, have you been kind to yourself? You know, you know, if you believe in spirituality, you know, are you, you know, um, being spiritual for you, for, for you, you know, uh, and not just, you know, for, 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 for the sake of it, you know, so it's, uh, it's, it's real, it's real, real good that you bring that up. And um, I, I'm really thankful for that. Uh, it's a lot of confirmation uh, for, for a lot of things that like uh, that I had in my mind. So, you know, so thank you. Um, yeah, so that's, that's what this show is all about. <laughs> so, uh, so, so do us the honor. Yeah. I love it that we didn't just talk about the weather. Yeah. <laughs> oh, weather's going to change. Yeah, weather's cha change from t day to day, you know, and it's, and it's not always the greatest. <laughs> so, uh, but Sh Shani, do us a favor. Tell us where we can, you know, find, you know, find you at. And, um, you know, if we want to get in contact with you and, um, you know, uh, I know I've been flashing your website on the screen, but those who uh, are listening, they need to hear it again. Um, That'd be helpful too. Sure. The best place to get me is on my website, which is shawneeharley.com. Yeah, you got it right there. shawneeharley.com. And if, uh, if you're interested in joining my Fear to Fierce program, it launches September 1. So you still got time. All the details are on my website. My contact information is also on my website. So jump in there and uh give me a poke and i will reply she will reply <laughs> so yeah definitely she's good about replying and uh, i really appreciate her so much for taking the time out and joining me today you know it's, it's always good to have uh, someone who's put in the work and you know as well well experienced and you know um you know conversation like this so thank you again uh, and uh, ladies and gentlemen out there, you, you got the plug, you know, make sure you plug in. And um, if you're watching this, take the time out, you know, maybe rewind this a couple of times and, you know, and, and, and make sure you capture everything that was said here today and, you know, share it with someone, you know, someone you don't know, as it will add an extra delight uh, to their day. Uh, very, very important, um, you know, get inspired by it and uh, be prepared to be transformed by it. And then, you know, and then after that, if you have any questions uh, or just some comments, some positive feedback, you know, uh, or some things you're perplexed about, you know, drop those comments, um, you know, and I'll get them over to Shani. Um, um, you know, you can leave reviews and uh, we'll take those reviews in consideration and send them over to Shani as well. Uh, as always, you can always subscribe to the show, catch more of our uh, episodes and upcoming episodes and and all much, much more. And, um, you know, maybe in the future, if Shani's got anything coming on, uh, we'll bring her back on. Uh, so, you know, um, uh, so uh, until next time, you know, I'm Marcus Hart uh, with Shani Harley. Uh, me blessings, peace, and lots of love. Catch you on the next one. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.